last time on Magic Folk. Your mom gets up and hugs you, Burn, and then kind of sits back at the table without really saying much. Just, it's good to see you. I'm just going to, like, push this the fire in its face. It's going to light on fire. I'm just going to fly, fly back. There is now a clear path directly in front of you with twigs burning sort of on the sides and, and knocked apart and, and burning in your way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was very cool. Very, very nice. And you all walk towards this person who is standing by a big old tree. So you've got Vernon and Claire on a horse. Kiss, you emerge from the snowbank. I think you, I think it's kind of like a Charlie Brown cartoon. You just walk out and leave like a, a snow silhouette in the in the hill. <laughs> yes. And Syndra, you you are you still a, a wolf? Yeah. I only get two of those a day. I got to utilize it. For sure. I think that you cautiously approach this person so as to not scare them. Can I sniff them? Sure. Wagtail. <laughs> Only if they smell good. Sindri, you're the first to run up and you sniff this man. I rolled an 18 for sniffing. Okay. And you start to smell something <coughs> rank. Ooh. And you look down and there is a pig. A big old fat pig. Nearly as big as you are as a dire wolf. Oh shit. I'm gonna growl at it. And it is digging under the tree trunk. That this man is standing by, and you do notice that there is a rope. Truffle hunting. There is a rope tied around the middle of the pig, just like, just tied in a knot on like like a leash, but it's just around his belly, and it's just a regular old rope. And this man is holding the end of it. It is digging, and you start to growl at it, and the man actually reaches out to uh, put his walking stick between you and the pig. Can I take his stick? Uh, you can try. I rolled 17, and direwolves have a plus three to strength. You try to grab the stick in your mouth, and you kind of get it at an awkward angle, and he just, you know, lurches it back and then smacks you on the head a little bit with it. Oh. Like, stop that. I saw you transform. I know you're a human. Ow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I saw you transform, and I know you're a human. And do the, do the rest of you walk up? Sure. Uh, cautiously, I'm going to move closer, but keep an eye. I have no choice, because I'm on the back end of that horse. Correct. So you all approach, and this man is wearing pretty standard elven farmer clothes. Uh, he is an elf with dark gray skin and white hair. It's fairly long, about shoulder length, and he's got a nice nice little white beard growing in. He's carrying a walking stick, of course, and this pig. He has a pretty nice belt, a, a big leather belt tied around his waist. This man smiles and waves and says, What brings y'all here, eh? As he's talking, he actually reaches his arm up and pulls the pig back on its leash, just like yanks it twice. And while he waits for an answer, he's going to bend down and reach his entire arm down into this hole that the pig dug at the tree root. And go ahead and answer. He says, what brings y'all here? Oh, we're looking for someone. Yep. Yep. A lot of people that come around here are looking for someone. Have you seen a person named Wendy? As you ask this, he pulls his arm out. He's kind of reaching around down the hall like, and eventually grabs something and pulls his arm out. And there is a large furry lump about fist sized with skinny arms and legs oh. branching off of it. And it's kind of moving and squirming a little bit. And he opens up like a picnic basket and tosses it in the picnic basket and closes the lid and latches it. Mm. Is that a baby? A baby? A human baby. You said it had arms and legs? Yeah, it's got tiny little skinny arms and legs it's a truffle it's a magical truffle oh i don't like it it's human looking <laughs> should i catapult him you know i don't tend to ask names very much around here but i tend to tell them my name's henry evanstoon 
I'm just out here in these woods truffle hunting with my pig here. It's a working pig. Doesn't have a name. So I don't tend to ask names much while I'm out here. But probably know where your friend went. Just like most people who come out into these woods. The damn fools venture out into our town. Search of our magical elven goods and techniques. Pah! I'd be very surprised if this Wendy survived. None of these others usually do. Well, that's not good to hear, huh? Owen is dismounted from Sprinkles, and the cart is just sitting over by a tree, and Owen walks up and says, Well, listen, Wendy's uh, pretty resourceful, so did you see anybody recently, you know, in the last couple weeks? Young lady? Kind of, you know, kind of short, a little bit stout. Ah, uh, yeah, I've seen a few. I've seen a few. Very well. If you're coming to find your friends, you'll end up just like your friends. Welcome to Katunkastad. I'm only a few centuries old, so I can't quite substantiate our history, but I can tell you what I know and where your friend probably went. Ah, well, don't worry, sir. I'm very strong. As you can see, I was lit on fire and flew around like a cool firebird. Mm. Uh, so I think mm -hmm. I'll be good. Yep, 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 yep. They all... So you agree? They all say that. They all say it. Uh, but they all weren't kiss the barbarian, were they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose, Newt. Vernon's going to try something, and I don't know if I need to make like a charisma check or something. But he wants to try to speak to this guy in Elvish. I guess he says, is there any advice of any sort that you could give us? He says back, well, I can show you the door. What door? The door they all come looking for. I guess that would help us, yeah. What's at a door, too? This man starts tugging on the rope tied around his pig, and in common, he starts to say, In Katonkastad, the elves here, we wield a great flame magic, and it's also very useful in the Orts of Louvre. Here in the forest, it helps us keep away the twig blights. I'm sure that you can see that, that flame would do it. Have any of you heard the story of Engelstad? Can't say I have. Have any of us heard this story? Cinder's uh, gonna roll, because he might have. Cinder roll history, and, none, and nobody else knows this much about the lore. Uh, 15. You know that Engelstad has some lore where something descended from the heavens, and there's a volcano, and you, you know all the lore, Becca. Becca does. Becca does. And so anything that you know about this... Cinder knows too? And Cinder does too. Sweet. I can just be in character. Right. Uh, I guess I'll zip back into person shape. Okay. Yeah, you can't really bark. <laughs> yeah, I can't bark a yes or a no. Hey, you, you could try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this guy speaks direwolf. I I'm I know. And maybe he picks up on the accent. Maybe. So he knows that he's also a northerner. Ah, okay, yep. Another northerner. Very good. Well, my grandmother hails from the area. Excellent. Very great to meet you. With that being said, I'm sure you don't know the history of Katunkastad. No. So I will tell you. Our lure tells of an ancient being who wandered into our underground drow city, rekindling a dormant volcano which they lived around. Engelstad stole our story, and with the power of the black fire brought by this being, great harmony was instilled in the drow city and much of the surrounding underdark. But below that harmony... And utility, it was a great trouble. One might say an evil brewing. The Drew were very privy to the ways of good and evil, the cosmic forces and whatnot. Our ancestors ascended 
and lived here in the elven forest, leaving the underground, the underdark. And you know, for a place that so many willfully enter, for none to return, including your friend here, Wendy, a place so ancient, ancient and desolate, all that with a functional ladder. Who'd have thought it? I can't help but think they got what they were looking for. Cut to black three weeks earlier. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? Did, did you? Yeah. That's a reference, isn't it? So we're going to send a bunch of level four people down there. <laughs> no one else has come back, but our weak asses will. Okay. Hey, Kiss would take offense to that. Well, two people, an Arakakra and a Dragonborn. <laughs> Y'all are about rowdy enough, and I reckon that most people who go down there probably go down alone. Okay, so we found out that in Kadonkadonkastad, <laughs> there is a <laughs> underground city below it where you have to access it via a ladder, and <laughs> people die going down there, and that's it. Well, they never come back. Okay, well, so he just told you the lore, and now you're standing there awkwardly looking at him, <laughs> thinking about what he just told you, and tossing it around in your mind, trying to remind yourself. Can we see the ladder from where we are? Nope. Can we see Tonkastad from where we are? Nope. Well, then, can we go towards Tonkastad? You got this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells you all this lore, and you're just gonna be like, okay, and walk away? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I don't really want to have an interaction with this guy. <laughs> um, so Vernon was speaking in Elvish to this person, right? You started speaking in Elvish to him, and he switched to common so that everybody would understand. Okay, so if we keep going this direction, will we end up in Tonkastad? Well, are you trying to get to Tonkastad, or are you trying to get down to the underground city? I thought you were looking for your friend. We want both? <laughs> well, you can't have both, not right away anyway. What is that supposed to mean? Do you think that our ancestors would build the city of Tonkastad directly on top of the ancient city, directly on top of a volcano? It's kind of what the Romans did. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm not familiar with these Romans. <laughs> yeah, me either, actually. Um, anyways, I don't know. I, the way you made it sound was that they were in the same place. No, no, no. The the old ladder is somewhere out here in the woods. Okay, I'm going to roll an investigation check. I'm going to do insight. 16 for insight. I got a 15. So, Vernon is rolling insight on Henry, and he's just a farmer. Like, he's just a truffle hunter, and he's doing his job and trying to be helpful to these strangers who wandered into his forest. Hunting truffles. Just hanging out. There's not. There's nothing more to him. Okay. What is Claire making an investigation check on? Uh, this guy is already boring, and uh, I'm looking around <laughs> trying to find the ladder. <laughs> you you don't see anything. Sorry. God dang it. Um, Get me away from this man. <laughs> Vernon looks at Owen, and he says, do you want to go to Tonkastad, or do you want to go down the ladder? Mm-hmm. You know more about Wendy than we do. Wendy's down the ladder. You know that for sure. I mean, if she was just in the village of Tonkastad, why wouldn't she come back? Why wouldn't she send her pseudo-dragon? Good point. It died? Well, that's negative. <laughs> I mean, she would she would find some way to send a message. I'm sure Henry here could tell us that there's there are ways in and out of Tonkastad. It's not like a Hotel California type situation. Okay, but the ladder is. Okay, got it. Oh, yeah. You can leave anytime you want. In fact, we prefer it. 
All right, cool. So uh, can you show us, can you point us to the direction of the ladder, please? Well, it's quite a hike. It's deep here in these elven woods, and I reckon you'll need my flame magic in order to keep the twig blights away. Although you did do quite a good job of that yourself. Why, thank you. Did you see me on fire? I think I already asked you, but just in case. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did. Yep. You proud of me? Thank you. Thought you were a terrible demon. Oh, he is. Oh, uh, maybe I am. Wink, wink. (laughs) Ha ha. Nudge, nudge. (laughs) Kiss says those things out loud. <laughs> Stay away from me, pig. <laughs> Listen, Evanston, is there anything worth seeing in Badankadankastad? It's a wonderful city. It's, uh, you know, one of the best above-ground Drew settlements. You can easily, uh, we can easily live up here because of the shade provided by the immense trees. Are there any inns? We've got a couple inns, but you can stay in my living room if you like. Uh... Uh, no, thank you. Come <laughs> <laughs> here. Gonna this man. <laughs> Is there anything worth... He's gonna show us how to get to the ladder. We need to stay with him. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I was just thinking we need to strategize as a group. If it's so bad down there, we need to figure out, like, a game plan. Of right, if I'm... things go wrong, what do we do? I think that Owen says, uh, well, y'all, I think that we should probably go try and find Wendy. That's our mission. I mean... We got sidetracked enough with Alvara and Alvary, and they weren't really helpful at all. Well, of course we should find Wendy, but there's obviously danger. What if, you know, what if we run into something that we're not ready for just because we didn't have the time to go and ask about it? I don't think shopping is going to make us any more ready. Claire, I lit myself on fire. I think we can do this okay. (laughs) I'm prepared for anything. Kiss, it's not you I'm worried about, and I'm going to kind of look over towards Vernon and <laughs> oh. just look away real real fast. Oh, wait, you think I got this? Uh, don't worry. I got Vernon's back. Trust me. I got shocked by lightning. Look! And he holds up his arm, which is like kind of blistering now. Okay, so Vernon's a badass now. You don't hear me complaining. Ew, gross. <laughs> don't show me that. <laughs> look at it. Look at it, kids. Ugh. Look. Ugh. <laughs> I say we go down. I want to see this eyebrow city. <laughs> I, I... Eyebrows? Is that what, what it was called? A eyebrows? You said brow city, right? No, he said drow, drow, which he pronounces drow. God ah, doesn't. What's the difference? Brow city, bitch. Brow, brow city, bitch. I'm ready to go. Let's just. I'm gonna turn with my back to Evanston and say, let's just go and kind of tilt my head towards him, like gesturing that I don't want to be around him. Sindra has picked up the pig and is petting it and cradling it like a baby. Claire puts her head in her hands. Pig! It, this is a big pig. Sindra, make an athletics check. <laughs> this is a this is a big, big pig. I really want this to happen. 18. Eat it. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't eat the pig. No. You reach down to pick up the pig and you do struggle squatting and like <laughs> trying to get this thing up it's a massive kit pig it's at least several hundred pounds but you do manage to lift it up with a little bit of like sort of getting footholds in the roots of the trees around you <laughs> i love it oh my god and then what you rub its tummy <laughs> what does it do does it wiggle its ears i i want to i want to pet it whoa 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 be careful now be careful now that's my livelihood here I just want to scratch its head. Okay. Okay, okay. I can see that you're being nice. Uh, can somebody explain why the dragonborn woman is being so rude to me? Oh, she's just like that. She's kind of like that. All right, we're, we're, we're leaving. 
<laughs> I'm well, going to start walking into the woods. Bye, Claire. Good luck finding the ladder without me. It's sort of a... I'm going to put the pig down and go with Claire. <laughs> Bye, Syndra. Oh, all right. Okay, so Syndra and Claire walk off into the woods. Not far. I'm just going like 10 feet. Yeah, we're just going... I, I just want to be out of his sphere. <laughs> Why do you hate him so much? I can't explain it. What did Henry do to you? So, do the rest of you, would you like to actually see where to go? Because you're not going to find it on your own. It's sort of a Drew secret. Yes, yes please. please. Take me to the Drew. Yeah, that sounds good. I guess we should go get Wendy. Uh, are y'all y'all sure you don't need anything urgently from the city? Psh, we got it. I have an axe. He's a sword. He has another sword. <laughs> Sindra wants to look at him and say, we need to talk. Oh. Now? I mean... We've been on the road. What, what about? What, what, what do you have to tell me that you can't tell me in front of the party? I just, we need to talk about some magic. Oh boy, here comes the lovely poetics, folks. All right. <laughs> he sort of walks off into the woods. No, we, we can talk while we walk. It isn't a private conversation. Henry Evanston says, all right, well, I'll show you. And starts to walk off into the forest in a certain direction, sort of. He, he gets his bearings and looks around for, for a little bit, tugs on the rope that's tied to his pig, and can, starts walking. Owen follows quickly behind him, eager to see where this entryway is. Well, I guess I'm going to keep up with him. I'd really like to bend his ear for a hot second. Okay, what do the rest of you do? Just following yeah. a... Healthily nosy distance behind Owen and Syndra <laughs> to where it looks like I'm like giving them space, but I'm as far as I can be, but still hear what they're saying because I'm I'm nosy. Uh, I'm going to keep a healthy distance from from Evanston and kind of just follow along and occasionally intermittently taking sips from my flask, looking at him like I'm just <laughs> not into him. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So you all are walking through the forest for a little while, and Syndra, you can speak to Owen if you'd like. Listen, I'm glad you came on this mission with us. I see your value to the team. Uh, thanks. I mean, I don't need I don't need your validation if that's what you're trying to do. No, no. I've seen that you do magic very well. Thank you. I. You know, I do appreciate it. I just, I know. I want you to teach me some of your spells. Hey, hey, uh, how how much farther are we? And Henry replies, oh, not much longer. Not much longer. What, what's, what do you want to know? Well, specifically, Rebecca says to Curtis, I have a feat that I have learned called Magic Initiate, where I can choose a class and learn two of their cantrips and one of their first level spells. And I would like to choose Wizard and have Owen teach Syndra. Sure, I like it. Well, we fall often, and it would be nice to know that there's always a soft landing. Oh, okay, so you want Featherfall, huh? Yeah. Yep, I I know that one. That's a pretty easy one to learn. So I guess he's just kind of nosily looking around like, okay, where's your book? I want to I peek over your shoulder and read your book. <laughs> well, geez, tell me what else you want to know first. Is there anything that you have that would enhance my blade? Perhaps, perhaps. Booming blade. Yeah, it's really cool. You use a, a melee attack and then it puts a spell on them. And so if they try to move, then they automatically take 1d8 thunder damage. What? That's awesome. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a cantrip. Yeah, I think that there's something in my book that could maybe teach you that. Hey, Henry. 
We've been we've been walking for a little while now. You said it was pretty close. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty close. <laughs> it's close. Trust me, we're on our way. And you all are kind of just weaving through the forest, and it's not really clear what direction you're going. Henry looks like he's looking at landmarks and just like what looks to you as just nature, but he's very clearly observing his environment and checking different things and, and making sure that all the prerequisites to uh, making it there are met. And he's, you know, he's making note of what's going on around him. Do you have anything simple but necromantic in nature? Yeah, I've got something that actually the, the weather out here reminds me of that. It's called a chill touch. You know what? Listen. I'll let you borrow my book for a little while just while we continue this hike, but uh, you got to do something for me. What's that? Suck my dick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God. Whoa. I need you to... Magic folk after dark. <laughs> Jeez. Listen, I just need you to have my back. I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm a good spellcaster, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm pretty light, you know? I think we can arrange that. Listen. Kiss goes, you are pretty light. You're a skinny boy. <laughs> kiss from the kiss. back of the pack. Yeah, kiss from the back. <laughs> Listen, uh, and also, I'm the necromancer here, and so, you know, if I die, can't bring any of you back, and if we find Wendy and she's dead, but I'm dead first, kind of a big deal. You get what I'm saying? Wendy's not dead. I, I understand. We I will take care of you. Listen, I'm, I'm really sorry about the charm spell. I didn't mean for it to go the way it did. And I think you know that by now. Um, I mean, yeah, I know. Like, I knew while it was still on me that it wasn't really your intention. But I guess what you got to realize is sometimes you don't mean to do harm and you do. Right? I know. I just, I wanted to clear the air. Thank you for the book. Yeah, I appreciate your apology anyway, but I, you know, I thought the whole we're platonic thing was my way of clearing the air. You got what I'm saying? Okay. Anyway, enjoy the book. I mean, it's looking like it's going to take a little while to get to this place. So you all are walking through the forest for quite a while. And Cinder, you study this book for what ends up being like an hour and a half as you walk through this forest and Henry <laughs> takes note of what's around him. He tugs on his pig a little bit to get it moving and you continue to walk and this cycle repeats. Until, eventually, you come across a spot in the forest. Everybody roll a perception check. That is a 11. 16. 17. 12. You see a part in the forest where the snow is melted and there's a scorched out path. Well, that looks promising. And several dead <laughs> twig blights. Uh, Henry, this is where we started. What are you doing? You have walked full circle. <laughs> through the forest for an hour and a half only to come across your original location and henry says shh i think someone's following us and looks back at you claire i knew this joker was trying to fuck us this is a secret of the row and i don't want to take anyone there who's not fully willing to engage with us we have precious artifacts down there in the ancient city that we hope to one day retrieve once the ancient evil is vanquished so how am I to trust you if you don't trust me? Who said anything about trust? <sighs> Is he talking to me? Is he addressing me? He's staring right at you, but he's addressing the party. Listen, we're just trying to find our friend. I don't care about the secret eyebrows you have in your eyebrow city. Which just, uh, 
Yes, yes, I understand this, but you must understand where I'm coming from, too. Something's not right about that dragonborn. What? She's fine. All right, look, no, I mean, yeah, this is pretty normal for her. Look, she's the one whose friend is missing. It's her friend. This is her responsibility. Yeah, Claire's looking really just done with him and is taking another drink while this is happening. Do you ever meet someone who just, you you don't, uh, you know, like scratches the back of his head, they... I think she might be a Taurus because she's a little bit bullheaded. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody. They they rub you, they rub you wrong. The, the rub is wrong. <laughs> You're making some ribs? Oh yeah, oh yeah! I get rubbed wrong the in- I get rubbed wrong all day by travelers like you. I think that's her right now. No offense. That's fair, but why would I take her to my? Why would I take you all to a precious ancient artifact city underneath us? Because someone's in danger. You think we're all gonna die anyways? What's it matter? Whoa! Yeah, yeah. We've got plenty in danger. Plenty have been in danger down there. Plenty of weary travelers like yourselves. Well, by not taking us down there, you're sealing her fate. If you want me to take you, you've got to earn it. Do I have to do it? Do it. What are you going to do for me? <laughs> That's it. I'm fucking using magic on this motherfucker. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, ow. Uh-oh. Clary, sir. Who's going to do it first? I'm using suggestion. <laughs> He's going to have to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to say... Listen, what's his first name? Michael? Henry. Henry. God, I hate him so much. You're not very convincing. Henry, is it? We have a friend who's in danger, who we haven't seen, and it would be really wonderful if you could just show us how to get down to her. We just want to help her and we'll get out. We have no interest in anything down there besides her. All we want is to help her. And by you not showing us, you are sealing her fate and it's not a good one. We just want to help our friend, and we just want you to help us help her. She sealed her own fate by going down there in the first place. Okay, did he fail the wisdom saving throw or not? (laughs) Yes, he failed. Henry glares at you. He's peering at you through, squinting through his eyelids, and he says, I'll take you. That's not because you've been very nice to me. Thank you, Henry. It's because once you get down there, you'll be right out of my hair. I won't have to worry about you no more. So... Henry walks you for about 20 minutes, beeline through the forest. He's not taking note of anything going on around him. There are no landmarks. He simply knows where this place is. And you all walk up to what looks at first like a well. It's made of stone and and wrought iron, and you can tell that there is a large wrought iron hatch door covering the top of what looks like a well or a chimney, And you can see that fairly recently, snow has been sort of brushed off of it. It does have like a little roof, a little awning over it, which is likely the reason why there's snow on the ground and there's there's still not snow on this hatch, despite Wendy having gone missing several weeks ago. Everybody roll an investigation check. 13. Not good. 8. Unnatural 20. Holy shit. Uh, 23. Kiss Claire and Burnin. You all can absolutely tell that the, the, the shapes, the marks in the snow and how it's brushed off and the, the pattern in which the snow has sort of been disturbed and brushed off is quite fitting for somebody who would likely be in the sisterhood. It's about what you imagine Sister Wendy's size is, given the brief descriptions that Owen has provided for you. Owen does not quite realize this. And I think Owen's like, oh, man, this is cool, y'all. She's been here. What, what makes you say that? There's a windy print. <laughs> 
It's about the size of a young lady. You know, now that you say it, it, it does kind of look like Wendy in the snow. Oh, and like, like leans in and sniffs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, I thought Burden was the only weirdo here. Oh, man. <laughs> it's gross. Oh, uh, God. I know just why. I know exactly how she smells. Um, oh, I ship it. All right, now, enjoy your dooms. And Henry walks off into the forest, kind of miffed with his pig. Luckily, he got a nice big truffle in his bag, so he can just go home and, uh, and enjoy his harvest for the day, you not having wasted that much of his time. He wasted his own time walking us in a circle. All right, thanks for the history lesson, Bozo. Bye. <laughs> so he's he's gone. Yep. God, finally. <laughs> Claire, why did you hate that guy so much? What was your deal? He just—he reminds me of my ex. Oh. oh. I didn't know you were into truffle hunters, non-dragons. <laughs> it was just more his his aura. <laughs> I love that. That's a good explanation. So now what? Well, I'm feeling much better. Yeah, let's go down this hole. Let's do it. Kiss, can you grab the other side of this hatch for me? You got it, buddy. The two of you hoist open this latch with a large thud and a creak. It hits the back of the this well structure. And inside you see darkness and a ladder, an old rusty wrought iron ladder leading down into the darkness. Wait a minute. This is a well. Right? It looks about like a well. It looks like a well. Okay. What are wells made out of? Stone? Uh, bl- blubber and oil and... Stone. Bricks? Uh, bricks? Bones? Bricks? Bricks! Okay. <laughs> it's stone... They're, they're stone bricks, yes. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to take out my brick sack. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to take one of my uh, my red bricks out and pick up a stone brick and put it in my bag. <laughs> But I'd like to try to figure out a way to imbue the my essence into this red brick that I've laid down. Um. So it can be kind of like a homing beacon. What? Hmm. That's cool. Does that make sense? Is what? that too weird? How are you going to do that? I don't know. I said I have to figure it out. Rub it on your armpit. Make it druid no. stinky. Yes. Syndra's oh, no. not stinky anymore. I can use druid craft. I think, I think you just got to pee on it. No, use your soap. Rub it on your junk. <laughs> I think that maybe this is an ability that Freya can help with. So maybe Freya. Is she going to poop on it? No, no pooping on it. But okay. I think that Freya can like in her mind, look at this brick and know like a beeline, you know, flight of the owl to the brick. Does that make sense? Okay, so I guess I'm going to kneel down where she's at and just kind of show it to her and let her sniff it like a like a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Freya. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to pat her head. Brandon looks scared. Remember this. And he puts it on the stack <laughs> with the, the other stone bricks. Okay, so, yeah, now we can say that Freya is able to recognize this brick almost like a like a carrier pigeon and how they can fly through to different locations and recognize stuff. You know, birds are smart, and this is a particularly smart snowy owl. So good. I will say, despite Freya's long legs that she uses for walking upstairs, I don't think that she can walk down a ladder, so you might want to help her out. Put her in her sock. I'll put her in my bag with the bricks. <laughs> Just drop her down. You could make her the canary. <laughs> no. Oh, no. That's a bad idea. The last time we did that, it ended badly. So I want her to go in my backpack. Okay. 
Yum, 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 yum. Delicioso. <laughs> wow. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so uh, who's going in first? Not me. Sindra? I'll, I'll go. go. Oh. Uh, let, I, think, I think Claire wants to go first for Wendy. Okay. Hey, you got my book? Yeah, Sindra hands the book back to Owen in the meantime. Claire, you walk up to this well-type structure and sort of hoist your leg up over it and you're straddling the edge of it. Okay, I'm going... <laughs> I'm going to take out one of the um, dead severed hands. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to take out one of the dead severed hands and douse it. Oh, with, gross. Douse it with my flask um, in vodka. <laughs> oh. And then I'm going to use prestidigitation to light it on fire, and I'm just going to drop it down the hole. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such good problem solving. It's like those like glow sticks you drop down. <laughs> So you light this hand up on fire and some smoke starts to billow off of it and Owen starts coughing. <coughs> oh man, oh that's rancid. Oh, pipe down. Oh, oh that's so gross. What, a necromancer hasn't smelled dead burning flesh before? I find that hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, I usually get to him early enough. I'm a pretty damn good necromancer. You drop the hand down the hole and it goes a spiraling down and you can see as the flame is almost out of sight. But... At a certain point, it does stop moving. You can estimate that it's probably 300 feet down or so. You do see as the light of the flame passes the entrance of the well. This well is not deep. It immediately like opens up into a cavern, at least a cavern to the extent that you can't see the walls based on the flame anymore. So you have like a small little tube sticking out of the ground and that's it. And then you're in a cavern. So it's, it's just, a, it's just a, a, a long tube down there. No, it's not long. It's very short tube sticking out of the ground. And basically, as soon as you clear the five feet of well that sticks down into it, you're in a big cavern. Okay. I'm going to turn my accordion around so that it's on my back so that I can climb better. Back accordion. Yeah, is the um the hand still burning down there? Yeah, it's just sitting and burning on a ledge, but it's starting to like flicker a little bit and go out. I will say it's not nearly enough light. As far as like seeing anything, you wouldn't see anything until it lights for about five feet. So once you get down to where it is, you'll see for about five feet and that's it. Yeah, I, I mean, I want to I want to go down. I was just going to get some sort of light. I have produced flame. Perfect. Then uh, let's just go on. I'm going to go in and I'm going to try to slide down the ladder. Just like. Oh, boy. Some sweet stunts. Just just to get out of the way. Do you say anything cool as you start to slide down? You always ask me this and I've never have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> At least if I die, I won't ever have to see Henry again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Henry! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Wendy! And you can hear Claire's mantra of Fuck Wendy. Let fu I'm sorry. Claire's mantra of Fuck, Fuck Henry. Let's go, Wendy. <laughs> echoes out of this well-shaped tube as, you, as she descends very quickly. Make a acrobatics check as you slide down. 17. As you're sliding down this ladder, you lose your grip for like a split second as your hands go over an icy patch on the sides of the ladder. It's pretty scary and you're free falling for a second, but just as you do, you're able to regain and sort of stop and halt on some of the rungs of the ladder and continue to slide downwards. You're going, you're maybe like 150 feet down the ladder, about halfway down the ladder to the flaming hand at this point, and it goes out. Okay. All right. Who's next? Uh, I'm going to yell up. Watch your grip, everybody. It gets a little icy. Kisk says, uh, you think that's cool? Watch this. And he slides down the ladder by head first. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh, no. 
You're just a baby! <laughs> he just dives in, like, swimming style. Kiss, as you start to dive down the ladder and slide down the ladder, I, you know, I would say you have advantage from Claire warning you that it's icy, but I think you have disadvantage going down upside down. <laughs> I'll take it. So that cancels out, so go ahead and roll a acrobatics check to see if you can, uh, see if when you hit a, one of these icy patches on the ladder, see what happens. I hit a nat 20. Oh my god. <laughs> yep, so you don't lose your grip on the ladder, actually. You just continue to slide down head first. I think that Claire reaches the bottom and steps off, and we'll get back to that in a second. Kiss, I think you stop with your face inches from the ground. <laughs> I almost died. That was fun. Kiss always gets them when they matter. <laughs> you hear from the tube up above you, Kiss, you can fly. Why did you do that? <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take some risks, Owen. You can learn something from me. All right. I'm I'm coming down next. Head first? No, no, no. All right. Cinder's gonna go next. And he's gonna look at both of these skinny boys. <laughs> the nerds? Yeah. I'm going next. You come right after. I'm not going to go fast. You wanna hold my hand? Walk me down there? <laughs> if either of you fall, I will use Featherfall to catch all of us. Ah. Understood. Thank you. I've climbed ladders before, though, so, uh... I think I'll be all right. He's going to ignore that and start climbing down. Bye. Have fun. Oh, gosh. <laughs> As you descend, you're you're about a quarter of the way down. Make an acrobatics check. Uh, 15. Okay. You step onto one of the rungs and it just snaps out from under you and goes Ooh. tumbling down. Claire and Kiss, you're in complete darkness down there, only slightly lit up by the dim, diffuse light coming through the trees that come again into the tube that leads down underground. You you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but you can't see anything around you. But you hear pieces of metal falling down past you. Okay. Owen says, Vernon, uh, let me go next. Cinder told me to go down first. Okay, what the heck? You can be last. Just make sure you close the hatch. You know what I'm saying? Careful, Owen, don't slip. All right, listen, if you want to go first, you can. I don't want to go at all. You know, go go ahead. I got the latch. Go ahead, Vernon. And he sort of like not pushes you, like shoves you, but just guides you towards the ladder. Hey, watch it. Come on, you want me to? Here, I'll grab your hips and help you up over the ledge. Oh. And like picks you up like a kid a little bit and puts you on the ledge. Uh, What, are you scared? Come on, we already got three. We already got three of our party down there. All right, listen, tough guy, I'll do it. Get off my case. Go ahead. So then I climb down there, and uh, the whole time I'm climbing down, I'm muttering uh, some prayers to my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Burnin', you get about three-fourths of the way down and make an acrobatics check. Unnatural 20. Okay, so... As you get to the patch of the ladder where the rung fell out from under Syndra, you actually, like, it's like when you're taking a step and there's, like, not a stair there, you know, like stepping off of a curb and you don't realize it. Mm -hmm. You kind of startle yourself for a second, but you catch yourself on the next step of the ladder. Oh, Lord! Oh, (laughs) oof! And you continue climbing. Owen uh, gets up on the ladder with you, uh, you know, shortly behind you, and closes the hatch with a large, large metal-sounding clank and suddenly you are in total darkness as you descend this ladder i'm not into this i think that you all make it down to where kiss and claire are it takes quite a long time actually i mean imagine scaling a ladder 300 feet tall your standard ladder is probably like 30 feet 
so, so this takes a little while as far as ladders go. And this one is also icy and there are pieces falling off. And this happens as you continue to go down. You all descend and I think you get down to where Kiss and Claire are. Everybody roll a perception check. Uh, eight. Fourteen. So 24 total. Sixteen. Okay, so everybody but Owen and Kiss, you all turn. You are in almost complete darkness. And in the distance, what appears to be several miles away at about the height that you are, you see this odd sort of soft gray glow, and it's it's just a glowing ring in the darkness. And this is the only source of light that you can see. What's that over there? What's what over where? <laughs> that glowing ring off in distance. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I see it now. I imagine it's like Henry said. It's a volcano. Gray? Yeah, I mean, he did talk about a, a black fire that the drow wields, so it I guess it kind of makes sense that the lava's gray. That's weird. I guess we should go that way then. I know it's dark in here, Claire, but I don't know if you haven't noticed, but we're not at the bottom yet. Can somebody produce a light? Produce flame. I forgot about it. So, Sindra, you light up a flame in your hand, which illuminates. You can see about 20 feet in every direction, and above you, you have this janky metal ladder. You are standing on a stone pillar. You are several thousand feet up in the air. <laughs> as soon as the, the light is there, uh, uh, Claire's going to start calling for Wendy. Wendy! Wendy! It echoes through the cavern. We should probably, like, <laughs> instead of me doing it, put it in an echo and on post. <laughs> Your voice echoes through the cavern, and you... Nothing happens. Kiss looks at the party and says, Well, how are you guys going to get down? <laughs> okay, okay, Kiss. <laughs> there are... <laughs> I got to figure it out. We, we could all jump and... Die. No, feather fall. Several thousand feet up. Yup. Is there anything else around us, like any other ledge? Do we need to go straight down? There are, uh, there is another ladder on this pillar, and so you could scale this ladder, and you imagine that it's a series of ladders and pillars like this until you reach the bottom. You know, you're already, you're very, very high up in the air, and this pillar is this tall, so it's got to lead to the bottom, right? You're not near any walls or anything. You're basically, it's just free space around you. So we got to go down. I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Kiss is pretty much covered as far as... <laughs> well, listen, I think we're pretty much used to climbing those ladders, so we probably don't have to make any more skill checks as we descend. <laughs> Great. Kiss is like, come on, let's do it. Claire's going to start climbing down the ladder. Okay, so I think that in the same order that you climb down the first ladder, you continue to climb. Sandra, are you climbing with one hand? I guess I extinguish if we know where we're going. Kiss says, is there a way for you to uh, put a light on something? Do you have some kind of magic something that makes a light that on something else, not your hands? I do, but I don't have it prepared. Oh, poo-poo on you. Hold on, y'all. I've got something from my book. Uh, while, while this was happening, while you were discussing being in, in darkness as you try and descend a ladder, Owen has opened his book and he has started studying. And sure enough, I suppose you're on the ladder already as you're talking about this. <laughs> Maybe a, a poor choice to descend in darkness before discussing the light. Yeah. And how Owen is reading in total darkness, I have no idea. But... <laughs> Half elf. He reaches down with his foot and taps below him on the ladder. Syndra's bag. <laughs> Do I need to make a check to make sure I don't fall off? No. And your bag starts glowing. And you all can now see in a 20-foot radius. So I would say you're all sticking within 20 feet as you descend these ladders. And Freya has a disco dance party in my bag. Cute! <laughs> 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 wiggle, 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 wiggle. Sure enough, it is a series of wrought iron ladders and stone pillars 
each time you reach a new platform, you reach a new ladder and you continue to descend likely up to a thousand feet. You sort of lose track. You were trying to keep track at first, but you really have no idea as you're just really climbing this ladder down into darkness. There's darkness behind you and there's darkness ahead of you. And you get to one of these platforms a little bit closer to the bottom. Everybody roll a perception check. So 16. 14. 15. 12. So all of you can now see that the glow, the gray glow is up again towards the ceiling. So you can see that up in the distance, but you can no longer see the circle. Like it's no longer a ring or a disc. It's just sort of a a little bit of light up in that area. And in this pitch darkness, it's, it's pretty easy for you to see. For a split, split second, you think you see a light, a fire up a little bit closer to the disc above you now so you've made your way well down these this series of ladders and you see a light it is very quickly extinguished it just turns on for a split second and then it's off uh did hey did y'all see that yeah well yes i did this time (laughs) what what do you think hostile or friendly let's find out hard to say hey do you want to fight 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 as your voice echoes out into the chamber Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. (laughs) You realize that this light is miles away. It is far, far off. Damn. And there is no way they heard you. Eventually, as this chamber gets colder and colder as you all descend, you do make it to the bottom after who knows how long. Claire, you're the first one and your feet touch snow. You hear the snow crunch underneath your slug boots. There's snow down here. Well, there's a lot of snow in this place. Did, are, did we hit the bottom, Claire? Is this it? Oh, I'm so, I am so tired of climbing. I don't know, but I'm I'm just glad I brought my boots. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing we met Alvara and Alvary to give us these winter clothes. How convenient. All right, Kiss hops off and lands, doesn't even get to the bottom. He just gets right off of that ladder. I think Owen and Bernan have sort of been trading who goes down first at each landing. And uh, Bernan is going down first at this point, And Owen's like, come on, come on, hurry up. I'm so ready to be off of this ladder. Give it a rest. Come on. <laughs> Kiss yells, patience is a virtue, Owen. Maybe you should learn to fly like me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I flap my wings really hard. <laughs> that, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> Kiss doesn't see anything wrong with this. (laughs) You all hop off the ladder and reach the bottom, and you are standing on a fairly steep incline. It's snow absolutely all around you. Again, you have a 20-foot light, but it tapers off, and you see darkness. I'm just going to roll with your perception checks from the last time, because everybody passed. From very, very far up the hill, you all see a light turn on. And just as it catches your eye and you look up towards it, up this very, very steep hill... It turns off, and then it turns on again, and it turns off again, and it is very, very far, but it is moving very, very quickly towards you, this blinking, pulsing light as it weaves and curves its way down this hill. So we're at the bottom of the hill? No, there is a steep hill leading down below you, too. What is that? Do you want to fight? I think it's the light we saw before. Everybody get ready. And so uh, what do you what do you think? Should I? I mean, I it. I think it's coming towards us because it saw us. Should we turn the light out? Kiss pulls out a ghost sauce packet and just throws the whole thing in his mouth. What? He eats a sauce packet? Oh, Kiss, you don't want to put that on food? Who needs food? Oh, this is hot. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's hot sauce, Kiss. Oh, my God. I thought it meant hot as in it was good. Bernan is not saying anything, but he stands next to Syndra and like clutches his wrist 
very tightly, and if Cinder can, like, see his face, he looks like he's freaking out a little bit, or a lot. What? Are you okay? <laughs> Claire is going to take a sip of vodka from her flask and hold it in her mouth. Oh my god. Okay. Owen says, well, uh, I don't know. It, I'm sure that it's coming towards us, obviously, so I think it's all the light. Should I, I don't know. Should I put it out or keep it on? What do you think? Better to fight it in light, or... It's coming. Let's take it on. It's probably hurt us by now. All right, let's do this. And Owen pulls his book out and cracks his book. Vernon, are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> that was quiet. That wasn't for anyone else to hear. That was just for Vernon. Make a stealth check. But we all heard it. I'm rolling perception to see if Kiss heard it. <laughs> That's a 22, so... <laughs> roll better than a 22. I didn't Same. roll better than a 22. I just got 17. <laughs> I got a five in my perception check. <laughs> okay, so Kiss hears. What? Vernon, you're afraid of the dark? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Guys. Listen, Vernon, we've been in the basement of that with all the hands. You've, this is basically the same thing. Uh, how, how far is this thing from us? It is getting closer and closer with each second. But at this point, it's probably maybe a mile and a half, two miles off. Oh, well. Shit, I'm gonna swallow the vodka in my mouth first. <laughs> Just holding it. Uh. Cinder's gonna use Druid Craft, which is a cantrip, to produce the scent of mint, which is supposed to be calming, I think. Okay. <laughs> mint? Yeah. He, he just wants everybody to calm down. It seemed like the nice thing to do. Ah, oh, it smells great. Probably not with that hot sauce. <laughs> it, it's a weird mixture on the palate, for sure. <laughs> okay. So this thing whizzes down the slope and the light continues to pulse. And you can see now a figure in the shadow of the light as it heads towards you at an unnatural speed. Claire, it gets within 30 seconds. Pulse. Pulsing of the light. 20 seconds. Can, can I see it at all? Nope. It is shrouded in shadows. Oh, shit. So you, but you do see a humanoid figure whizzing down towards you with this pulsing light. Cinder's going to push Vernon kind of back behind him, if he's still right there at him. Thank you, Cindra. <laughs> That's not in character, but thank you. Ten seconds. Okay, I'm going to take a huge old gulp and hold it in my mouth. Five seconds. Three, two, everyone make deck saves. Oh, God. No, wait, now I'm going to blow out, like, spray the vodka and use press digitation to light it on fire at the ah. figure. Okay, everybody but Claire make a dex save. Wasn't good. Unnatural 20. <laughs> Six. Oh, y'all. Five. Y'all. And I want to be clear that I'm not trying to actually hit the figure. I just want to stifle its movement towards us. As this thing gets within three seconds of you, Vernon, you're back behind Syndra and you, you jump out of the way and duck back behind the pillar where you landed, uh, but where the ladder is attached to. Kiss and Syndra... A wave of frost washes over you. Awesome. And Claire, you can see a wave of snow has hit your friends as you exhale and light this vodka up. And your flaming breath burns right through the snow and just melts it all instantly as it hits your breath. So none of the snow even gets on you. <laughs> you just basically blowtorch a path through the snow uh, as your friends are absolutely coated. And uh, Owen is standing just out of the way of this wave of snow. All of you brush the snow off, and you see a figure standing in front of you. And then suddenly it's darkness once again. And then the, the light pulses back on. Is it still there? 
The figure is there and the light is pulsing and it hops towards you and gets within the range of the bright light emanating from Syndra's bag. And it is standing fully cloaked in front of you, a metal board attached to its feet. Oh, is it Gomex snowboarding? (laughs) Steampunk goggles, head fully covered and wrapped, bundled up, and a pseudo dragon flies behind it, lighting fire in the air. Oh my god. To light its way. Well then let's leave. (laughs) We got her, let's go. And it takes its goggles off and says, Owen? Owen! I never thought, I never thought you, I never thought you'd make it here. You, you're not the adventuring type. Wendy, oh, it is such a relief that you're alive. Ooh, Wendy, we found her. And they embrace and hug. Aw. And Wendy sort of hops over. She has this metal board attached to her boots. <laughs> she says, oh, ah, uh, hey, Claire. Wendy, is it you? It's so good to meet you. Yeah. I'm so glad you're okay. It's, it, yeah, it's me. And she's saying this through a smile, through her, like, baring her teeth, kind of. So she's obviously pissed that she had to come find me. Other way around. <laughs> <laughs> pissed that we came to find her. Yeah. Um, Claire, you're not, like, mad or anything, are you? What? No, I'm just so glad you're okay. Oh, well, that's a relief. Uh, thank you. It's, uh... I'm honestly having kind of a blast. Underground? Well, why why didn't you send your pseudo-dragon out? If I'm being honest, the hatch was too heavy for it, and I didn't want to climb all the way back up the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> that's why no one leaves. I guess that's as good of an excuse as any. Vernon, you sort of gesture towards the ladder, and you're like, well, let's let's go. Like, we got her. And Wendy's like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, did Y'all don't want to go see the, the peak? You don't want to see the mouth? The eyebrow mouth? But do what now? Hell yeah, I want to see it. Let's go. It's uh the mouth the mouth of the volcano. Y'all don't want to see it? Sure. Are there eyebrows there? You aren't going to push us in, are you? No, but you might lose your eyebrows. Huh. <laughs> Good one, Wendy. I don't have any. I'm a bird. <laughs> or do I have eyebrows? I don't know. <laughs> you don't have eyebrows. No, you don't. Feather brows. Well, um, it's quite a hike, but I think that if you have time, we sh- why don't we go up there? It's pretty cool. Y'all, that's the source of the drow energy, the the flame magic that I had mentioned, so I'd really like to see it. It's, you know, for research purposes or whatever. Sindra, you understand that, right? I I suppose. Let's do it. I'm bored. I'm game. I was ready to fight something. Yeah. Unless, Wendy, do you want to fight? <laughs> uh, we, we, I'd be glad to fight later, Birdman. Uh, what's, what's your name? Kiss, the barbarian. Kiss. Well, it's great to meet you. I'm Wendy. Thanks for coming to... Find me, I guess. I did. Uh, we found you. You're welcome. I, you know, I really appreciate it. I assumed you all were worried about me, but maybe it was unwarranted. <sighs> you know, sometimes you just want to get off on the map, right? You know, get off of the grid. You know, the grid of uh, the grid of roads that stretches between cities. <laughs> <laughs> no electricity. Yeah. Uh, Kiss goes, I've never been on a grid. Don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are plenty of grids in here. Wendy introduces herself to all of you. Hey, uh, who don't who don't I know? Claire, I've actually never met you before. So nice to meet you, your honor, your uh, your uh, legendary honor, dragonborn honor. And she sort of kneels in front of you. Honor snowboard. Yep. <laughs> On two knees. Talent. Face plants. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up. It's great to meet you. Oh, well, thanks. Uh, hug. Uh, of course, girl. Come here. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Cute. 
and you hug. This is like I spent I spent so many years taking care of the dragon, the dragon sisterhood. And all I ever wanted was to see you conscious. This is this is amazing. Honestly, it's a dream come true. I'm sorry it had to be down here in darkness. Yeah, it's not the most opportune place, right? But hey, I mean, we're going to go see some badass, some volcano stuff. Oh, totally. Are you all ready to see some cool shit? Heck yeah, I am. Okay, uh, and I think that you all introduce yourselves to Wendy, and she kicks off the like a little latch on the back of her metal board, picks it up and puts it under arms and says, "All right, it's an uphill walk, but I think I'm I've gotten pretty much used to scaling it in about an hour." And you take up at a at a pretty quick pace walking uphill uh, in the snow. There is sort of a path, an easier path to walk. It's not just all ice and snow. Uh, there's, there's some like lighter snow and, and snow where you can more easily get your footing as you're hiking up this mountain. Owen and Wendy are talking. Owen is like, so did you, so you, you found the, so you found the fire magic or what? Like are, it's all you've been doing snowboarding in here? Yeah. It's like, it's mostly been snowboarding, but also, <laughs> yeah, I found it. Wendy reaches out her hand quickly and shoots a bolt of fire into the distance as it lands in the snow with a sizzle, and you can hear that the the water of the snow and ice melts and uh, evaporates into steam. Oh, wow! That was real cool. That was awesome! <laughs> uh, thanks, Claire. Uh, I'm glad that I have your approval. Um, I'm sorry for running off. I was just kind of tired of all the structure of the sisterhood, and Sister Chelsea runs shit, but it's kind of... Uh, it's a little too orderly for me. You know, sometimes you need a little chaos in your life. I totally understand. Sometimes I, I, I just can't handle the order anymore, and I just got to go out and kill something and, and eat it. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's quite what Wendy means. Yeah, no, but that's that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I get it. I like eating too, but not the killing part so much. Well, that's the, that's the best part, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess she kind of speaks through her teeth again. Well, I'm not killing people <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Owen says, <laughs> yeah, I feel that as you get closer to the top of the mountain, the snow is melted and there's this sort of rocky, craggy lip around the, the, the mouth of the volcano where the lava is. And you reach the top at a certain point. You start to feel warmer, and I think that you can kind of remove any of the extra coverings that you have on. <laughs> Probably not taking off your jackets or something, but like Wendy is pulling her hood down. She, it's no longer sub-freezing temperatures up here close to the lava. And there is a short walkway with actual stairs carved out leading down towards the mouth of the volcano where you can get within about 30 or 40 feet of the lava as it just kind of lightly bubbles. And it's, it's a really beautiful sight. It's this bowl filled with a black hot goop that is emitting this sort of dull gray light. You know, there can't really be a thing called black light. So instead, it radiates a white energy that's pale and, and pale and gray, almost like, you know, I don't know who saw the eclipse. But if you saw the eclipse oh, here, yeah. yeah. try to what it was like during the eclipse and how everything was like this weird gray. Yeah, everything was dull and this weird gray light, right? Like this. Yeah, like. The color was sucked out of everything for a little bit. Yeah. Well, do, uh, who, who wants to go down? Inside of it? And like, get in it. No, 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 no. I just mean the edge. That's how you harness the magic of the drow. You actually, I learned from this weird pig man that you cook it in your food. Oh my God. Henry, he is so <laughs> weird. Oh, really? I, 
I thought he was pretty cool. You said weird. I mean, he's weird, but weird is cool sometimes, you know? I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk back to you. Weird is cool, huh? Claire laughs. <laughs> Maybe Vernon has a chance. I was just about to say, Cinder leans over. Vernon, pay attention. <laughs> uh, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wendy reaches over and punches your arm, Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Very good. Mm. And, well, so I... Mm, <laughs> I'm at about at the end of my day, so I'm going to go get some more lava to cook into my food. Y'all are welcome to come down, but be careful, okay? Wait, so you have to cook it every day to get its power? <sighs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, oh, uh, Vernon, maybe I should have told you this, Owen interrupts. But uh, you do. If you're not drow, then this power is temporary. But if you collect enough of it, you could feasibly use this flame magic whenever you wanted so long as you're prepared you know but that's what us wizards you know i know you bards are a little bit more off the cuff but clara and i us i get it okay i get it <laughs> wow us wizards we like to study and prepare things <sighs> ahead of time oh my gosh so <laughs> you know kiss it's kind of like that hot sauce that you ate when you were getting ready to maybe fight wendy i get it we're supposed to put it in our inventory <laughs> Y'all were going to fight me? (laughs) (laughs) I asked you earlier. You said you wanted to. Oh, that's true. I guess I wasn't, I didn't think that you would like surprise attack somebody just coming down the mountain, but okay, that's fine. (laughs) You don't know me very well, do you? No, I don't. It's actually our first time meeting. Oh yeah, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Owen kind of laughs to himself. Uh, All right, who's coming? What sorts of magic is it? It's, it's just, it's flame. Love magic. Yeah, you know, like the love magic. Ugh, never mind. But it's flame magic. You saw the cool bolt of fire she shot out? Wait, how is it love magic? Oh, if it's love magic, then maybe I will go down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> saw that coming. <laughs> but what, what does that mean? Huh? What does love magic mean? Do you light someone on fire and they love you? No, no, it's a... Uh... Sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> Le- literally. <laughs> Yeah, that's the joke, Owen. (laughs) Oh. Oh my gosh. I know, right? Owen. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, so no, uh, it has to do with potion making, and I haven't quite gotten that far with it, but this lava is an ingredient, you know, and it's it's extremely rare. I mean, have you ever seen something like this black lava? Uh, no, I can't say I have. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It's really cool, isn't it? It's pretty incredible. It's okay. It's beautiful. (laughs) Oh, Seth is smart with magic, right? Yeah. Can I write him a, a note? Do we have good reception down here? Do we have reception down here? You can sure try. Okay, so I'm going to try writing in my notebook. Hey, Seth, we found some weird lava that is apparently really rare. It's black lava. Do you want some? Should I, should I, wait, should I pick you up some? Pick you up some. <laughs> So you send this message, and a couple seconds later, in Seth's handwriting, um, not with your hands. <laughs> Obviously not. I write back. Filmic writes, yes, please get us some. This sounds quite interesting. Black lava, you say. Seth, don't you think? And then Seth writes in there, go, go Mac, just come over here and talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> How long is he going to chill over there? <laughs> I'm going to do like a, like a. A sweat drop smiley face emoji back to them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a sweat face smile. Sure. Gomek sends uh, the fire emoji. 
I send the 100 emoji and then put the book in my pocket. <laughs> Wendy says, well, while you're, while you're all writing, I'm going to head down there and, uh, and get some of the lava, okay? So uh, I'll fill it for you if you want, or you can come with me. Up to you. I'm definitely going with her. I'll come with her. Okay, come on. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Now listen, be very careful. It sometimes like oozes and bubbles and it's it flows unexpectedly, okay? So when we get closer to the edge, uh don't, you know, don't fall in. Owen's got our back. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching. And you all descend to the lava. Hey Wendy, uh can you get me some? And Owen throws Wendy a glass bottle. Owen is standing up by the edge just looking on in awe at this beautiful sight. This massive volcano mouth full of this black gray lava. And you all get to within about five feet of the actual, you know, the the mouth, the pool of lava. Wendy takes out a bottle and she says, okay, this is the delicate part. If you get a single drop of this on you, you're not going to be happy. So be careful. And she scoops up some of the lava, filling a glass bottle, actually. Uh, somehow this lava manages not to melt. And she quickly puts a cap on it and throws it in her bag. And she fills up the bottle that Owen gave her. What does it do if you touch it? Syndra, it's lava. <laughs> but it's it's black lava. It hurts a lot. <laughs> Syndra, I thought you were a druid. Syndra, just, just stick a finger in and see what happens. <laughs> no, Claire. Oh, I'm really tempted, though. I kind of like give her a little pat, like, stop that. <laughs> Burn it. <laughs> Not like hard or anything, just like a. Oh, wait, I thought that was on Wendy. I thought you were trying to be flirtatious with Wendy for a second. No, on Claire. Okay, never mind. I'm not really trying to flirt with Claire either. I'm just like. Burning! This <laughs> oh. <laughs> pat like sends Claire off balance and she falls into the lava. No. And she dies. Yeah. Bye, no. Claire. No. Then she's reborn as, as a large phoenix dragon. <laughs> And then she she eats Vernon in one bite. Mm, for <laughs> the end. <laughs> you really want her to to vor Vernon, don't you? I, you know, I still don't quite know what you mean by vor, and I I'm okay with that. You don't need to. Don't look it up. I'm very don't. okay with not knowing what that is. <laughs> we'll just leave yeah. that there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's just walk around that landmine. <laughs> the thing's best left unseen. Wendy says. Isn't this gorgeous? Isn't it so cool that you can get this close to it? You know, the the drow used this after, allegedly, something woke up the volcano. You, like, do y'all know much about volcanoes? They have different, like, stages, and this one was dormant for aeons and aeons and aeons, as long as anybody could remember. And then something came down, the lava turned black, and it started to bubble. How cool is that, Claire? That is so cool! Isn't it? Yes! Okay, uh, but let's let's go ahead and get back. I want to keep studying this lava, and I want to collect it. Now you see why I stayed down here. It's cool. Can I get some while we're down there? Do you have a bottle? I do have a bottle, but it's got something in it, so I want to try something else first. I have a lamp, and I'm thinking of putting the lava in the part where the oil goes, and it'll maybe glow, too? I, I like that. <gasps> so, Vernon, are you trying to make a lava lamp? Uh, yeah (laughs) oh okay so is is this some sort of i mean it's magic lava right like does does it eventually i mean because it'll cool and then turn into a rock in the bottles it stays hot because fantasy yeah you you do notice that in wendy's bottles it does stay hot 
I got a big old bottle of rock. <laughs> Do I need to roll anything or can I just get that larva? No, I think that you very carefully scoop up lava. I think you probably pour the oil out first so it doesn't ignite and burst into flames. Maybe like you toss it out into the lava deep and then like a large fire explodes about 10 feet away from you all. Uh, just sort of shoots up <laughs> like a campfire size. And you bend down and scoop Ooh. up some of the lava from this pool. So I have about a pint. I have a pint of lava. A pint of lava. Nice. Okay, I want to um, I want to use some of my alchemist supplies and collect some as well. Ooh. Hmm, I didn't know you had those. You, just like Vernon, reach down and fill up a, a little, like, Erlen, Erlenmeyer flask full of lava, and you cork it. <laughs> Weird science. With a magic cork. A magic cork, sure, so that it doesn't burn through the wood cork. I, I lick I lick the bottom of the cork to an, impart magic on it, and then I stick it in the Okay, sure. <laughs> Tongue magic. Claire's got that magic spit. Oh. Well, it is Claire. Uh, oh, that's good Foley work. Eee, Bernard's a little grossed out. That's awesome. Wendy says, um, okay, so y'all got what you need? We should, like, probably go back up and get out of here. Sometimes it's not quite as stable as you'd like to think. We, we hit it at a calm moment. I'm going to take one of my bricks. And and I'm going to dip it in the lava. Okay. And then put it on the ground so it hardens and cools. And so I have a half lava brick. So you reach out. <laughs> oh my god. With your brick, and you're sort of like laying down, reaching out as far as you can into the deeper part of the lava, far away from the edge. And the brick hits the lava, and you cannot pull it out. And the lava bubbles a little bit and almost hits your hands as you sort of flinch and drop the brick in there. You lost a brick! No! no. I'll have to buy another one. The brick sinks down into the lava. Well. Your brick stick has gone too far. A couple seconds later, a bubble from, the, from a little bit closer to the center of the big lava pool. It's pretty big, so not quite that close to the center, but a little bit farther away. A bubble pops, launching a dark black brick yes through the air <laughs> Sandra, make a deck save with disadvantage because yes. there's lava all around you get the brick get that brick get that brick I need this brick okay the first roll was an eight the second one was a nat 20 <laughs> <laughs> so i'll take the eight burn me the brick flies through the air and you jump back and sort of go along in order to catch it and the brick hits you <laughs> Just kind of hits you in the chest like it was a little not quite as long as you anticipated and you take two points of damage but this dark black molten rock brick sits at your feet wonderful you all start to ascend from the like incline down towards the lava pool and first owen helps wendy up and then claire kiss i think that you just fly up and, and land and perch over by where owen is yep and Vernon, as you're scaling the wall you hear a sloshing behind you. Oh, great. And you all see... A lava monster. <laughs> another bubble of lava start to grow. This one, very big in size and quite close to the edge. And Burnin, this lava bubble pops and a wave of lava washes over you. <laughs> well, I guess I'm dead. Bye, y'all. Burnin! I'll fly away, oh lordy. <laughs> <laughs> as this lava washes over you you turn towards it and you in an instant are simply in nothingness in darkness 
and the party, you all look down in horror as Burnin. Why me? Cinder's going to throw off his backpack and toss it to Owen and then go after Burnin. Burnin is completely gone. Oh, no. Well, I'm still going. Burnin, at first you only see darkness, but then eventually you wake up and you are sitting in the hall in your home in Berlin. And you're a child. You're about four years old and it's nighttime. You woke up and you can see an orange glow on the wall in the shadows of your parents who sit in the next room at the kitchen table as they talk. And you hear your mom say, Yep, yep, I had that dream again. Our son engulfed in flame and then black lava. I just know we'll do it. Vernon's gonna be the one. The burning messenger. And you are acutely aware of the fact that this is your first memory. And suddenly you're surrounded by blackness once again. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Magic Folk. We hope you enjoyed, and if you did, be sure to subscribe wherever podcasts live, rate and review us on iTunes, and follow us on Twitter at Magic Folk Pod. Magic Folk is created by Curtis Beck, Becca Bowen, Kyle Bruning, Alex Couch, and Victoria Watkins, and is based on characters and world, also by Victoria Watkins. See you next time. <laughs>